0: Hello, and welcome to Confidently Wrong, a show by regular dudes talking with confidence about content we have no right to speak about with any kind of authority, but do it anyway. I'm Wesley Nakamura, and I'm delighted to bring you my conversation with friend of the show, BK. This is episode 49, and we will get into some Xbox news and reviews with a little bit of Matrix nostalgia thrown in. I'm confident that it's going to be the best show you've ever listened to, and well, hey, if it's not... You can always ask us for a refund. I am pleased, happy, excited to welcome back to the show, friend of the show, Mr. BK, he's back in the house representing his Microsoft Xbox music teacher uh, persona here on the show. What's up, BK?
1: What's up, Wesley? It's good How's to be going, here.
0: Man? Yeah, happy Thanksgiving, or we're past happy Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, happy holiday season. I know uh, Christmas is gonna
1: be here pretty soon.
0: Did you uh, get yourself any Black Friday, uh, you know, uh, surprises, treats?
1: I picked up a uh, Resident Evil. Uh, eight or village for 20 bucks and i got a guardians of the galaxy for 30 bucks and and i thought that was uh, a pretty pretty good you know price i also
0: got guardians of the galaxy for 30 bucks
1: uh it went on sale
0: for 25 a few days after i saw
1: that and i was like "Ah." Uh,
0: (laughs) but it's okay i got to play it i've i've uh, i think i'm halfway through i'm on chapter eight and i think there's 16 chapters are you playing on ps5 or on xbox
1: uh, what do you think it's got to be the xbox uh, yeah right. i haven't started uh, guardians yet i i, I started okay. with resident evil and okay. uh, that's that's pretty cool
0: but you got guardians for xbox
1: yes okay
0: all right so i got a series of questions for you um what's nice about having you on specifically is that you know all of the guys on the show are all playstation guys and up until recently none of us have owned an xbox at least not uh, in in the recent history and you obviously have uh, a big xbox fandom or or enjoyment <laughs> uh, and a history with Xbox's different systems. It's good to have you on and, and hear from you know the green side of the world. So, the first question is, what game and or TV content has BK been enjoying lately?
1: Yeah, well, I'll, I'll start with some of the the quick hits here, um, and then we can go into like games. So, uh, TV. Let's see, um, we we've, we've been watching Midnight Mass uh, on Netflix. I don't know if you if you've worked through that. No, um, Miles.
0: Uh, one of my other buddies has mentioned it, but I haven't seen it.
1: Yeah, I think it's. Uh, I think it's really, really phenomenal. Um, yeah, very deep. Uh, so, anyways, uh, kind of a horror, you know, show. If you if you're into that, um, so that's I'm cool. not
0: into horrors. I get I get nightmares, and so I don't love I don't love scary scary shows or like really suspenseful shows. It's um, not
1: super scary, <laughs> right. um, but it 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 has you know a few little moments in there. Foundation on Apple TV. Have you checked that out?
0: No, I think I tried to read Foundation many, many, many years ago. And I just, I think I was still in high school and I could not understand it. I mean, it was yeah. just way over my head. Asimov is just, you know, he's up there in terms of the science of science fiction. He's hes always trying to make it about that. And it's kind of slow. And for a high school yeah. kid, I just wasn't into it.
1: Well, I, I, I have never even attempted to read the book, but um, so this was my first experience with it. And I, I gotta say, I mean, like I know it's an uh, it's an old book, uh, but it's got a, a ton of fresh ideas in there. And it kind of reminds me of Dune, uh, you know, I which I I really liked as well. Uh well, number one, like the artistic design of it, uh just the art direction. You you could like pause the screen at any point, and it's it's like a beautiful, you know, screenshot of 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 something, which I felt like Dune was like that as well. Um, but, uh, they, they took a lot of liberties with, uh, reinterpreting the story and, uh, I think it's really well done. They have like a, a companion podcast that goes with it uh, that I've been listening to. So I, am I'm, I'm in pretty deep on it and it just finished up and, uh, I thought it was really, really strong sci-fi. So, uh, highly recommend that as well.
0: Is it a better example or a, a deeper example of sci-fi than Dune? Because Mike might have to fight you if you say yes. So choose your words carefully here. <laughs> <laughs>
1: It's it, it, it is uh, it's dense. Uh, I, I will say that because it actually you know deals with multiple timelines, uh, which can be a little confusing, you know, for like a, uh, some somebody watching it. You could just uh, say it for think... you, Wesley. You,
0: yeah, you could just say <laughs> it for you. that's, that's fine.
1: Uh, I'm I'm the dummy of the group. <laughs> but I, I think it's uh, I think it's really really well done, um, and and the production value on it, like you know the the visuals and all that stuff, is 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 very well done as well great what so else do you yeah those two things i also i don't think that i've heard y'all talk about this uh has anybody watched he-man masters of the universe on netflix
0: uh do you I know about know. This? we haven't talked about it i i did see that uh well i mean it's been on there for a while right
1: yeah and the the well they they split it into two parts and and the second part uh just came out and i got to say like so kevin smith is like the creative director of this um But Mark Hamill is voice, uh, you know, uh, Skeletor, Lena Headey is in it. Um, Sarah Michelle Gellar is is uh, they're bringing names.
0: they had they had some money.
1: Yeah, they did. And the story, I mean, I grew up with He-Man, you know, like I had the action figures. We watched the Saturday morning cartoons and stuff like that. And this is like a really awesome take on He-Man. I'm I'm like blown away the music's fantastic the dialogue the voice acting like everything is really top notch um and uh i i highly recommend it i i would say uh you know especially if you're like an 80s uh you know kind of kid uh check it out because it's 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 really really good and it's short too uh which i i like that too as a parent
0: (laughs) yeah i would i um i tried to check out voltron when they rebooted it a couple years ago and i wasn't into it I think I'd prefer going back to the old one, but maybe that's because, you know, when I was seven, Voltron was awesome and maybe now Voltron wouldn't be awesome. But, you know, how could you not love like transforming things that turned into a big Zord, you know, mech yeah. thing? So hopefully He-Man hits a little differently. Um, yeah. I will definitely check that out for sure. All right. So that's a uh, that's TV show content and you're in, you've been playing Resident Evil. It sounds like any other games have been on your uh, your radar.
1: Absolutely. So, um, well, the, the big one's Halo, uh, Halo Infinite and then uh, Forza Horizon 5. So those uh, both just kind of came out. Uh, and yeah, which one do you want to hear about first?
0: Uh, I want to hear about Halo first because Mike has been like addicted to it the past few days and he's just been like, it's so good. Awesome. It's so fun. Um, so t- tell me more about this, this Halo game. You know, I haven't yes. played since Halo 1, so I'm, I'm way behind behind here.
1: So first of all how cool is this Microsoft released this uh, technically it's be- it's it's in beta um but they had always said that it was going to come out with the campaign uh I- I- next week in December and uh they released it basically a month early just the multiplayer uh part of it and uh with you know I was I was just like man that's like a baller move because Every game has pretty much been delayed because of COVID or whatever else. And it's like Microsoft was like, no, we're going to release it a month early, you know. <laughs> um, so gameplay wise, this is, this, this is awesome. Uh, they've added like some uh, like this grapple hook thing, which, you know, I'm sure that there's other games that have used it. But in Halo, it really changes the way that you can navigate around the world. So you can uh, if you've got that, you can navigate really quick. Uh, they, they've thrown in some other like, uh, kind of equipment that you can use, but all of the guns, the sound, uh, the visuals it's running on Xbox one, you know, plus the the series plus PC flawlessly cross play. Like it's just, they knocked it out of the park. And, um, m- let me put it this way. My wife is playing, uh, Halo infinite. That's oh, okay. how good it is <laughs>
0: in multiplayer public lobbies. Yes. All right. And you guys aren't getting just completely demolished by 13-year-olds that have nothing to do over, when, oh, over Thanksgiving she, break?
1: She definitely gets demolished, but she's still <laughs> uh, loving it and having having a good time with it. But you don't and, get demolished. You hold your own. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, Tommy I, I, is
0: uh, not taking advantage of the good old wise BK.
1: Well, I think I just have... Uh, I have a little bit of, uh, you know, old skills from, uh, <laughs> back in the day, but I, you will find this out, um, as a parent, it gets much harder to, to, to keep up with the multiplayer games. You know, that's why I like, I've, I've kind of like shifted over to mostly single player games that I can just, uh, pause, you know, and go change a dirty diaper or whatever. Oh
0: man, you're a veteran dad. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I was playing, so I like playing apex and actually apex right. has a character who has a grappling hook that allows him to move. Um, and, and reposition. But yeah, I definitely had to abandon a game while I was playing with guys I knew and I, I said, hey, I got to go like the kid is crying and I got to got feed her, and it's just not going to you know, this, this session is just not going to end well. So uh, yep. yeah, that's a bummer. So I've definitely been playing a little bit more Guardians of the Galaxy because then I can just pause it, go take care of her and come back to it if uh, if I got time later and nothing's exactly nothing's broken. Um, yeah, you know, or, exactly. Or my KD doesn't get messed up. So I <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: but yeah, Halo is awesome. I, I will small nit nitpicks. Uh, custom games are a little limited. So uh, we were trying to, you know, do our own games. Uh, it won't let us. It won't let uh, a guest join in. So we right now we can't play split player because my wife doesn't have her own Xbox account. Uh, which I'm sure we could set it up, but uh, I think I'm just too lazy for that. So the, some of that stuff's coming later. And then I personally did not do the battle pass or whatever. You know, it is free to play. There's a lot of people, you know, kind of up in arms about the battle pass and how they're monetizing things and stuff like that, uh, which they, they can fix all of that. Um, but just in terms of gameplay, they knocked it out of the park, which is uh, is really cool. So
0: I asked Mike this. What's your favorite gun to use in multiplayer?
1: There's like this... I don't know what it's called. I I don't. I I honestly I, I've been playing a lot more Forza Horizon. Uh, so I I've only probably put a few hours into Halo Infinite. There's some like particle beam. Uh, that's a, a new <laughs> weapon that okay. just like uh, just melts yeah, people. Melts people <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So that 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 that's, that that one's fun. Uh, they've got like I think all the weapons are like really unique and and kind of have their own uh, their own time and place. You know. Is the so.
0: Needler still a gun that you can play in Halo? Or is it that is tired. Okay. All right. No, it's That's still in there. That's all I The you know the arm you know, disappears. With Those little old... pink
1: or yeah purple yeah. Uh, spikes and stuff. Yeah.
0: All right. So you're into Forza, huh?
1: Yes. Tell okay. Me, so... Okay. So
0: I misunderstood. I didn't realize, and I had to YouTube this. Forza has two different genres so there's forza motorsport which is more like their track racer simulation yeah yeah. more like gran turismo and then they have forza horizon which how would you describe it it seems like i'm gonna say open world but um, what is what does that mean for a racing game it's not gta
1: yeah art more arcadey uh so the physics are um still you know grounded in reality but you know you can uh flip a car off an edge and it'll still land and you'll just take off (laughs) um so yeah, more arcadey, but definitely open world. So you you can just go anywhere at any time. Uh, so um, yeah, are Force there and Motorsport. tasks?
0: Are there missions? Are there like what are you doing in this open world? Or is it literally just you're driving and simulating? You know, driving it, out in the open
1: lands. Imagine a, an Ubisoft game, you know, like Assassin's Creed or Far Cry or something like that. Any 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 open world game, you've got your missions, right? But you've got all these like collectibles or, like, side uh, things to do. So, in, in Forza Horizon, you know, they have all these, like, really epic ramps where you can dive off, and it'll go into slow motion, you know, and uh, uh, and and you're trying to, like, three-star all these things, and, you know, depending on how you do, you get money, and it's called accolades, but uh, basically uh, a, a currency that you can use to unlock other things, or perks, or, you know, skills, things like that. Um, and then the, the, the quests... In you know, in this analogy, it would be the, the actual races. So you can you know kind of specialize in like, do you want to do dirt racing? Do you want to do cross country? Do you want to do road racing? Do you you know like you you specialize in in the types of uh, types of races that you want to focus on? Um, but really, everything can be unlocked. But you kind of uh, go down like a progression. If you like, I did all the dirt racing stuff because that, that was really fun for me, and um, and then they they have these big uh what do they call them showcases where and this is what you know if you see like a commercial for forza horizon it's where you're like jumping out of a plane or you're uh driving down a volcano while it's erupting or you know you're so realistic scenarios
0: for my everyday life
1: exactly yeah (laughs) uh in mexico (laughs) um no i mean this we're going to talk about playstation as well but uh Ten, forza horizon had 10 million players in its first week this is uh i, I looked this up so I, so that, that i could be confident that's a lot of right players about yeah. this. this this was the biggest launch of any xbox game ever wow. including halo like i mean people i and and i and i was like man that's crazy like yeah. forza horizon is like the biggest xbox you know launch ever um and yeah, I looked it up and and that they said it, it beat all the Halo games and stuff like that. So um, this game is hitting in a way that, you know, uh, Xbox really needed. And I think also in a surprising way, you know, like it's a it's a car game and people are loving this game. Even just anecdotally, I, I've had several of my own students come up to me and being like, hey, are, so, so are, you, are you playing Forza Horizon? And I was like, oh, you you know, I'm playing Forza the Horizon. kids at school <laughs>
0: are playing Forza? Oh, yeah, they all seem like they're on a uh, PlayStation. I know. So that's surprising. Yeah. That's pretty cool. And and your own kids have been playing with the uh, the driving wheel that you set up. Is that right?
1: Yep. Yeah. Uh, so you know, all, all of them want to get a turn on that. And uh, <laughs> my my daughter, she's ten. Uh, of course, she started off. Uh, I think I, I was driving some, you know, really fast car or something, and and uh, she just was spinning out left and right. So she was like, "Dad, give me the like the slowest car." So <laughs> we, we went in and 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 we looked through the entire roster, and and she bought the one that looked like a, a grandma car, <laughs> and and she would like hunker down and like drive at like thirty Metro. miles an hour, nice. <laughs> uh, and uh, and and she she finally uh, upgraded to like a Porsche. Tycon, <laughs> the, oh okay, the, uh, yeah, and it's was like going taste. 180 miles an hour, you know, down the road. So um, it's fun, yeah. I think that's the, the that's that's the cool thing about Forza Horizon is is how it hits every age group. It hits every fan of anything. Like if you're if you're just a fan of video games, you will love Forza Horizon Five. You know, it's got something for everybody.
0: Well, so for you as someone who's enjoying it, what's been What's been sort of holding your attention? So, I mean, for some games, it's oh, I just like collecting things. For some games, it's I like the main story. For some games, it's you know I like the competition, uh, or I like the competition against myself and getting better and better. What's been sort of the thing that you feel like they've done that's been kind of got you hooked?
1: I think the uh, the the funnest part of it is unlocking those showcases because that's where they really like go crazy and you're you know do, doing doing. I guess I don't want to, like, spoil everything uh, if people want to play, but, you know, you, they, they just put you into scenarios where you're racing against uh, something besides a car or, you, you know, like I said, the volcano thing. That was uh, in a lot of their marketing. But there's all sorts of really cool things. The graphics are amazing. So when you're – and the sense of speed, and you can go into the uh, – I like to drive in the cockpit, you know, with the the racing wheel, so all you see is, is just the the windows, you know, mm-hmm. And when you're when you you're driving like that with a, an actual racing wheel, and you know you got surround sound going, stuff like that, like it is. I, I mean, it's like white knuckle. It it's fun, and so yeah, for me, like uh, trying trying to unlock those and 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 get get to those showcase events are are what's really holding my attention. I've probably put about thirty plus hours already into it, which honestly, for for me as a parent, is like. That is a huge time commitment on, on my, my, my standpoint.
0: Thanksgiving break did not come soon enough. That's right. Is yeah. what I'm hearing. Exactly. <laughs> awesome. Uh, well, it's cool that like, you know, your daughter's into it as well. So it kind of gives something for you guys to, to kind of talk about and kind of strategize over together.
1: Uh, another quick anecdote. We, we, uh, we were walking down the street today and she was like, Dad, look, there's a, uh, one of those cars with the, uh, the horse on it. And I was like, oh, I was like, do you, do you know what that is? And she was like, it's a Ford Mustang. And I was like, yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. So she, she's been picking up the, uh, you know, like the, the, the cars I've been racing and stuff like that. She like, uh, she's learning. So
0: She's uh, storing she's away. Huh? She's going to be a car guy one day.
1: I know. I like <laughs> it. I
0: like it. Um, all right. So Mike, uh, like I said, he recently actually just kind of impulse bought a Series S so the the less you know, powerful little brother of the series. It's all X. good, yeah, but still able to push two K graphics. Um, still all going. It's going to be able to play all the the new gen games. Do you have any tips for him as a new Xbox? Uh, we'll call him a user.
1: Yeah. Well, first of all, Mike, uh, congratulations. <laughs> uh, you, you know, you you're finally, uh, you are finally. I'm glad that somebody on the confidently wrong podcast uh, uh, has you know. Uh, some experience with Xbox now, so you're, you're going to be able to balance. Hopefully, balance I thought balance you were going to say he has bit. the
0: courage to join the the correct <laughs> side.
1: <laughs> yeah. So number one, I mean at the at this point, if you're if you are getting an Xbox, I, I don't understand why you would not get Game Pass. Because, okay. So
0: Game Pass is a must have.
1: Yeah, and I would say get Game Pass Ultimate because so there's a they, there's a difference between Game Pass and Game Pass Ultimate. Ultimate basically lumps in. What was called Xbox Live Gold, which is where you can play online uh into the, the whole service. But if you have Game Pass Ultimate, it also uh unlocks all of EA's games, so all the sports games, Star Wars games, stuff like that. That's included in Game Pass. And then the coolest thing is that they you know that's where the the cloud streaming stuff comes in, which I'll get to that in a moment. All but right. uh yeah, so I would say number one, get Game Pass Ultimate, you're taken care of. You don't have to buy Any Microsoft game, you know, uh, for $60, $70, whatever, it's just included in Game Pass. So play all your uh, PlayStation exclusives or third-party games on PlayStation 5 if you want, and just use Xbox Game Pass to play all of the Microsoft games. Um, So that's that's number one. Uh, Number two is uh, this is really cool, and I I know this is super nerdy, but uh, if you go into the settings on an, an Xbox... They have this whole uh process to, to calibrate your TV and I know that this may seem like it's like
0: no this is right uh, up Mike's alley he's he's su- all super obsessed nerdy about his TV yeah
1: yeah okay so I I have an Oled LG you know TV and um you have to fiddle with things a lot to get the settings right i I even went so far as to like, You know, people were like, "Oh, well, you're supposed, you you know, you have to pay somebody to calibrate your TV." And I was like, "I'm, I'm not paying two hundred dollars for somebody to to come in." And they're like, "Oh, well, it's not the settings; they're like actually doing something." I was like, "I don't care. I just want to get my settings right in the menus." You know, you know, you can go through all these YouTube uh, videos that try and calibrate it, but Xbox just has this built into their operating system where you you click "Calibrate your TV," and it will literally walk you through, like. I mean, it's like it's probably like an hour process to go through everything, and they're like, "Okay, do you see this or do you not see this?" and and you tweak the settings on your TV uh, while your your Xbox is running. And I was like really surprised. I was like, "That's so smart that they include that into their operating system," uh, which is was really helpful. So yeah, check that out if you are uh, needing to calibrate your TV.
0: After you calibrated your TV, did you suddenly
1: feel like you were on God
0: mode now and you just like could not be killed or like you know you just the extra four seconds came off your time on the track.
1: Exactly. <laughs> no, <laughs> I would say I'm pretty uh, discerning when it comes to like uh, the video quality. And I, I do think that it really cleaned up the the settings on my OLED TV to make it compatible with games and stuff like that. So yeah, it definitely helped. And then uh, the last thing I would say is Microsoft has uh, this this program called Microsoft Rewards. And I feel like this is another thing that people do not talk about. I personally don't do it because I don't have a lot of time. But if you have time, basically what they do is uh, they give you these little challenges, like a a weekly and monthly challenges. And it's like, oh, play this Game Pass game and you unlock, you know, like rewards. And then you use those points to actually redeem uh, money, like gift cards to to Xbox. So basically... If you uh, play games on Game Pass or, like, get an achievement on, in this game, it'll be stuff like that, you know, you can actually get money that you can reinvest into Microsoft's ecosystem, which I think is really cool.
0: It seems very smart of them to do that. It's right. Make, it's gamifying. It is, the, yeah. The game experience, right? Or the, the Xbox experience so that even just using your Xbox is now more fun. Also, it it gives you the chance to try out new games, I'm sure, that you maybe yep. wouldn't have tried, you know, otherwise. Um, which is good for them, right? They're gonna like you know get more more subscribers that way. All right, we're kind of zooming out big picture here. It's been about a year since the uh, Series X launched and Series S launched, actually. How do you see Microsoft's strategy at this point being maybe a little bit different than Sony's in order to reach kind of that living room dominance, king of the hill status? Or do you feel like they're trying to do the same thing and just they're just gonna see who does it better?
1: Mm. Yeah, I was thinking about this this question and. I was like playstation is the, is the uh you know like the h b o of of games right they they don't put out a lot of stuff but they try and put out like really high quality games they're typically mature you know, and it's that idea of like quality over quantity and i think uh xbox would is aspiring to be more of like the netflix right and when I think about Netflix, number one it has something for everybody like my kids are on netflix me and my wife are on netflix uh you can access it anywhere right and then you know it it doesn't have like the the highest quality like this the strongest you know experiences but it has a lot of like really really good stuff and in way more genres than playstation has like when i think about playstation i'm like it's open world third person action games that's like what they're really good at microsoft like check this out this this year microsoft had flight simulator, which was a 90 on Metacritic. It had a Psychonauts 2, which is a, a platformer, 87 on Metacritic. Forza Horizon 5, which is a 92 on Metacritic, a racing game. Age of Empires, a strategy game that that was an 81 on Metacritic. And then Halo has really a, a good buzz as well. Right now, their multiplayer is like at an 89 uh, on kind of Open Critic. So when I look at like what Microsoft has they're trying to they're they're trying to have good experiences in all sorts of you know genres and different styles and for different age groups and ultimately i think that's i think they're playing a long game they are doing what they need to do to like gain dominance in fact i also looked this up in june they had announced that they're um, creating a streaming stick for game pass and the idea behind this is just like Chromecast or Fire Stick TV, you're just going to plug the Xbox streaming stick into your TV and just stream the games. So if you're a PlayStation owner, you don't have to buy an Xbox. You can go out and just buy this little streaming stick for, it'll probably be like a hundred bucks or something like that. And then just play all of the Xbox games without having an Xbox. That's like, that is so smart. <laughs> um, and I think that, you know they they want to hit like I think they said like a billion players uh, across the world you know and I think that's the way that they're going to do it and I don't see PlayStation uh, having the infrastructure to do that like Microsoft has Azure you know their, all of their uh, web services and and uh, servers and things like that I, I just think Microsoft is is playing that long game and they're they're really making moves right now that's going to set them up for that mass market like uh, Netflix style thing you know. Yeah, that's
0: interesting. I mean, a, a streaming stick, you know, obviously there's other iterations of that. So Google has Stadia that's like that, right? And um, I don't know. I think my skepticism on those kinds of things are like it, because you're offloading all of the rendering and all of that stuff to a different server somewhere else, not locally, right? It, are you going to get the same responsiveness that that you would have if your machine was like right there next to you? And then what, at what point do those two become, like, negligible, right? Or does that difference in lag time become negligible? And we we tried to play um, the shark game, which was horrible, by the way, uh, at school.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um,
0: But, uh, I mean, to be fair, right, school doesn't have the best internet. Uh, so, you know, had we been on a faster connection, maybe that would have been a little bit better. But I think the, like, the input lag there was enough for me to be like, oh, like, I wouldn't play this at least not on school's connection, not on like a public connection, Um, you know, and so how, what do we need? What does Xbox need to do in order to make that experience actually almost the same as having the Xbox in your house? And then if they can do that, at what point do you just not need the Xbox anymore? Mm -hmm. Right. And which they just go full, full ahead with like, oh, let's just do streaming sticks and we'll sell all the accessories and all that stuff. And we'll just have the hardware on site and, you know, Make more efficient use of our resources that way.
1: Yeah, I think it. I, but I. But again, I think it goes back to like there. There. Uh. There's something for everybody, right? Because like, if you if you want to if you want the bleeding edge, you know, console graphics, you've got Series X. If you want to just dip your toes into Xbox ecosystem, and you want a a digital all digital device that you know is just your Game Pass, uh, box, you've got a Series S. If you want uh the the best graphics of everything your pc right oh guess what microsoft has been releasing (laughs) all of their games on pc and uh uh, you know like playstation fans uh i I remember um when playstation announced that some of their games were coming over to pc like the playstation fans were like up in arms about this like what you know these are like our exclusives and they're going to pc Like PlayStation is starting to see like what Microsoft has been doing and the Microsoft games. If you look at steam are in some of the top 10 games. Uh, I think they had like four or five in the top 10 games, which is crazy. Right? So they've got that. They've got the streaming, uh, you know, the stick service for, for people who want that. I just think that they're doing, they're they're like trying to get through this giant uh, net to catch as many people as possible. And, you know, I, I do think like the streaming services. I, I tried Stadia on the the school in, internet <laughs> as well, uh, but it was hardwired and and that was about six hundred megabits down, and Stadia was not smooth for me. Um, and and I when I play on at home on my network, it's it's really smooth. Like on my phone or something like that. Every once in a while, it'll hitch, you know, and then it catches back up or something like that. But but my thing is like I don't want to play. Twitch-based games on streaming. Those are, those are where I play my indie games or my more story-focused games, you know, when I can sit, uh, sit down and have time to do that. If, if I want to play uh, Halo, I'm going to play it on my TV on my Series X, you know? So it's give, it gives me options, and especially as a parent because screen real estate <laughs> or screen time is always at a premium, you know? <laughs> Every kid wants to watch something else, you know? And it's like, so Dad if never I can... Gets the TV. I know. So if they if they can watch a YouTube video up there and I can continue my game on my phone or my iPad like that's that's cool, you know, or once the the kids get older, you know, I can kick them off to the iPad and they can play like that, (laughs) you know.
0: Absolutely. So obviously, you know, we're a little bit outrageous and, you know, we decided (laughs) amongst the four of us that while it's certainly not a decided thing here right we're only a, a year in and obviously very early in these these consoles lives uh it feels like to us the PS5 is kind of the king of the hill right now there've been some good games we've all really enjoyed it i think there's been some great things that Xbox has done obviously do you want to do you want to stick up for for the green <laughs> the green team here and and say that Xbox actually has has won the year so far or uh, are we going to leave it as a maybe an undecided question mark right now
1: yeah, well, well, number one, I think a lot of people think about winning in terms of like the the number of PlayStation or or Xboxes that that have been sold, and um, if that's the case, PlayStation, I as, as far as I think I could figure out on the internet is is they release their numbers, Xbox does not release their numbers, but from everything that uh, people are saying, the PlayStation Five has sold more than Xbox has, but I again, like Xbox isn't really playing that game. They're, they're more concerned about engagement, you know? And I, even, I, I was like, okay, Sea of Thieves. Do you know about that game? No. The, the Xbox game, it's like a pirate, an open world pirate game, you know, where you can just role play as a pirate. So in August, they had 5 million monthly active players uh, this August. Forza had 10 million in its first week. They haven't released the Halo numbers, but I gotta, I gotta, you know, assume that it's going to be big. Xbox does not care how many Series X's or S's they've sold. They, what they care about is how many people are playing their games. Yeah, and they're doing that across Xbox One, you know, with cross, uh, cross generation, you know, and then PC as well. And I when, know when, people,
0: you know, I know people have to decide to play the game, but when it's available nominally free or for a service you've already game paid pass. for yeah. right like yes those numbers are impressive and shouldn't be like oh like downplayed right that's that's just a lot of people gaming at once um or in in a singular month on on a singular title but like that's not the same as like people spending another 60 dollars on a game that is unique right like it's a different level of like investment that you're gonna have there
1: yeah, maybe. I mean, I don't I don't I don't necessarily know. I I know for 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 me, uh there would be plenty of games that I would probably not purchase um that are included on Game Pass. Uh I I know that like I signed I originally signed up for Game Pass because just the idea that like for the price of two games over an entire year, I could pay for a, an entire year of Game Pass because it was $10 a month, right? And uh $60 a game. So and I was like, I, I'm pretty sure I would buy two Microsoft games, just even Microsoft games alone per year. Right. Um, so, yeah, I don't know how the financials, you know, work out on it and stuff like that. But when I when I look as as a PlayStation 5 owner and a Series X and a Switch owner, I've got all three of them. When I look at what did I play the most this year, it's hands down the Xbox that that is where I like to play. My third person or uh, third party games, and I really just Game Pass is because it has day one releases. There is always something that I'm excited to to play every month on Game Pass. With PlayStation, I was in. I, I played Ratchet and Clank, uh, of course. Love Miles Morales, game. so much fun. Yep, the uh, Miles Morales. As soon as that hit, that was that was my big. But really, those were the only two games that I played this year on PlayStation Five that I actually purchased. Now, I, I think I would, dabbled in some of the PlayStation Plus games and things like that. But, well, and and to also be fair, I didn't purchase any. <laughs> well, I guess I, guess I got uh, uh, Resident Evil and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy, but pretty much everything else on on Microsoft, I just played on Game Pass, you know? And I felt like I was still part of, like... You know, the conversation, like the the new games that were coming out, like a lot of them came out on Game Pass, like Outriders. That was like a Square Enix game that came out day one on Game Pass. MLB The Show, a PlayStation game, came out on Game Pass for free, you know? So I was playing a baseball game, which I've never tried before, uh, but everybody's talking about this game. And I was like, okay, realized it's n- not really my thing, <laughs> uh, but I <laughs> I did it? give it a sh- I I did give it a try. And then tons of indie games. And I think that's like where Game Pass shines is with all of the the independent games, you know. So to me, they're they're little filler games that I, you know, I have like my main course with a a Forza Horizon or whatever big game it is. And then I don't want to go jump into another big game. So I I, I look at what what are a couple like really short indie games that I can fill in with. So yeah, from my perspective, I, I think Xbox had a fantastic year and they did a lot right. So, I don't know. I don't so know, you're man.
0: Planting, you're planting the Xbox flag firmly atop the hill is what
1: I'm hearing. I, I, I'm going Xbox on this one. <laughs> All right. I mean, it's fine to be wrong. You can just die on that so, Says um, the guy with the Xbox shirt on. <laughs> <laughs> I
0: know. Big, bright Xbox and a jacket. I see it's, it's the Xbox down the sleeves here. So... Last but not least, you know, over the next six months, we're going to see some, hopefully, some releases on both consoles. I know I'm more familiar with the PlayStation releases, so Horizon Forbidden West is the big one that's on my sort of horizon. It should be early 2022. Um, are there any games or movies or TV shows that you're sort of looking forward to in the next six months or so?
1: Definitely. So number one, Matrix. Uh, what is it? Resurrections. Oh yeah, um,
0: it's coming out the holiday season, right?
1: Yes. Uh, I, I mean, ma- the original Matrix is hands down my favorite movie of all time. And so the the second and third one, you know, I was <laughs> not as hype, but I, I did actually just go back and rewatch all three of them this summer. And I think I feel like I enjoyed them more now than I did when they originally came out. You're just telling me that you're not trustworthy. This is those two movies. were bad. <laughs> they were so bad. The second and third one. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, I'm very excited for for Matrix Four. Also, the uh, Book of Boba Fett. That's you know I got I got to check that out. Cobra Kai. I love the 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 I haven't seen it uh, that series. Cobra Kai. I, of course, I, you know I do martial arts, and then you know, Karate Kid. I'm sure was a huge influence on me when I was a kid. So getting to see those characters return, and it's actually really good too. So that that one comes out in December. The New Witcher series uh, season two is in December. Uh, So those are all excited. And then I would say, er, you know, I don't really know. uh, I don't think there's an Xbox specific game that I'm super excited about early next year. But Elden Ring, I saw some of the like gameplay footage on that. It's based. It looks like, you know, Dark Souls, but crossed with Breath of the Wild and Breath of the Wild was is now up there with one of my all time favorites uh, as well. So I've never gotten into a Dark Souls game before. And I'm feeling Elden Ring. I'm feeling like this is this is going to be the one
0: I watched. I watched some Dark Souls gameplay and it looks completely frustrating and maddening. I will never play that game. That's just not. I mean, I'm playing Guardians of the Galaxy. If you like make a mistake and fall off like a little bridge, you respawn pretty much exactly on that bridge. Like there's no penalty (laughs) at all. You just continue the fight with your full health back.
1: It's definitely a West game. (laughs) Yeah.
0: Low stakes. Everything is low stakes. Well, that's good. Thanks for coming on with me. Uh, I enjoyed yeah. it. We'll get to enjoy, you know, Xbox and PS5 banter. But you know, I can't say that I haven't thought about getting an Xbox Series S. You know, it's not, it's it's kind of affordable, kind of. And then, like you said, it would give me access to to some of those Game Pass games, which would be kind of cool. But uh, I'm holding firm so far. I've I've got enough time, and with a, a newborn on the hands, it, there's a lot of a lot of less a lot less time exactly. that's going to be spent gaming. I think in in the near future. So. While she's still immobile, you know, she can't move anywhere yet. I gotta I gotta get my guardians uh of the galaxy time in
1: for sure. Yep, yeah. All right, man. Cool well, man, thanks a lot. Yeah. I'll be
0: looking forward to uh to putting this online and then uh, you know, we'll see we'll see where we go from here.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Wes. <laughs>